What are the health and fitness habits that improve your quality of life and help you live longer? Welcome to the All Elements Fitness Podcast, where our content is all about helping you answer this question. And of course, we're crazy about movement. Today's podcast is all about flow state. Not everyone knows what flow state is, but it's likely that you've heard the term being in the zone. Well, it turns out that this is a mental state that anyone can enter given the right conditions. And today's podcast is going to answer the following questions. What is flow state? When does flow state happen? What are the benefits of flow state? Why movement exercise is perfect for flow? And how to enter flow state with movement? So what is flow state? Experiencing flow state and articulating its definition are often two different things. This may be why so many names are attributed to it. Names such as being in the pocket or runner's high. Um, These are words often used to describe flow state. So let's start off with some different definitions because I think looking at it from different perspectives is really helpful. So there's a gentleman by the name of Stephen Coulter online and he has many talks and articles around flow state. And one of his definitions is to be in flow state is to be in your highest functioning state. Wikipedia's definition is, flow state is a mental state of operation in which a person performing an activity is fully immersed in a feeling of energized focus. In the dictionary, the definition is, an altered state of consciousness in which the mind functions at its peak, time may seem distorted and a sense of happiness prevails. And our All Elements Fitness definition is a state of full immersion devoid of conscious thought allowing the subconscious mind to take the lead unencumbered. Flow state happens when you're focused on a task. Think of meditation. They use breathing to help you enter the meditative state. The action of breathing itself doesn't do anything for the brain other than supply the body with oxygen. But the task of focusing on the breathing is what opens the door to that meditative place. And flow state is the same. There's also a more mathematical way to look at how flow happens. So imagine a graph and there's an X and Y axis. Along the X, you've got your level of skill. And along the Y, you've got your level of challenge. If the level of skill required isn't very challenging or it's not very high up on the X axis and the level of challenge is not very high on the Y axis, there's nothing to be gained. Flow state happens when the level of challenge and the level of skill required finds this sweet spot. So you're not bored and the level of challenge is not so difficult that it's impossible. This concept is something like a universal truth because it works across other domains, including your fitness and exercise. So if we think about exercising to build strength, you have to exert a force on a weight, usually, that is challenging enough that it's heavy for you, but it's not too heavy that you cannot lift the weight. And this would be called the sweet spot. The same applies to flow state as it does to this. You can look at the chart on our website and 
it's a great way to sort of have a visual representation of zone of growth and zone of flow. And the likelihood is that these things are correlated. So if you're able to focus on the task when it's in the grow zone, then you can flow while you grow. Excuse the rhyme. Science has been studying this for a while. And there's been plenty of study on brain waves, the electrical pulses that the brain produces. These brain waves are in a frequency measured in hertz. And they're categorized into ranges. These ranges are gamma, that's 27 hertz plus, beta, 12 to 27 hertz, alpha, 8 to 12 hertz, theta, 3 to 8 hertz, and delta, 0.2 to 3 hertz. These are all the ranges that the brain functions in. So you can imagine gamma and beta is when you're awake and you're highly alert. It's fast pulses or faster pulses. Alpha is slower. Theta is slower still and delta is very slow. So theta and delta is usually happens when you're sleeping. So the zone where flow happens is alpha. The associations with this zone are relaxation, creativity, memory retention, and more. It's healthy to be in this zone. Theta and delta are associated with sleep, but also they're associated with meditation. The kind of meditation where, um, you know, monks have been meditating for years and years and they've reached a very deep state of meditation. This would be guys that can get down into theta and delta state consciously. So alpha is the entry-level meditative state, or you can see it as the entry-level meditative state. And the deeper you go, you will hit theta, you will hit delta. And these states all have high benefits. I think pretty much universally, everyone thinks meditation is positive and good for you. If you ever tried to meditate and successfully had a feeling of relaxation, um, rejuvenation, you'll know what that feels like. So there's quite a few benefits that we can list for getting into the flow state, into this alpha zone. So during an after flow state, the feeling of positive emotion is experienced. The hormones and chemicals responsible for things like pleasure and happiness are released. Dopamine, serotonin, endorphins. These are all released when you're in flow state. The cerebellum part of the brain is responsible for the conscious mind. The cerebellum is where we have our rational and conscious thoughts. So this means we have the most questioning parts of our thoughts here, our fears and anxiety. But during flow, we've tuned out of this. So we're functioning without those negative inputs. And this brings a lot of relaxation and calm. So the second benefit is calm relaxation. Third benefit is accelerated learning. So when we're in flow state, we're unencumbered and unrestricted by our thoughts as, as I've already mentioned. So the brain doesn't have to go through this process of sort of running information from the unconscious through the conscious before we act 
before we take the information. Just like being able to save something directly to the hard drive of a computer. It's going into the deep part as opposed to the temporary memory on a laptop. And, you know, if you shut down the laptop before you save it, you lose your work, that sort of thing. So if you're able to put information into the mind at the point of flow state, you're able to retain it and learn more effectively. So accelerated learning, that's the next benefit. Increased creativity. The place where creativity comes is where we're free to express ourselves unencumbered by our actions. Let's say you're an artist and you're trying to draw a painting. If you're just instinctively drawing the lines, the lines that you've practiced, the lines that you know create the right shapes that you need, you can just get into the flow. But if you're thinking about every line you draw, oh no, I need to erase that line, I need to change this, I need to change that, your creativity is stifled. So in this way, it helps your creativity. So why is movement exercise perfect for entering flow state? Well, there's many ways to enter flow state. Whenever we're focused on a task, remember? So this could be writing, playing a sport, breathing exercises, even being engaged in conversation. I'm sure you've had a conversation with someone and then you've realized that, oh, I, the time has gone. It didn't feel like an hour. That right there was flow state. So there's a difference between just happening to get into flow state and actively trying to get into flow state because you know it's healthy for you. So the idea is you can exercise and use movement in combination and you can help the body and the mind at the same time. Now, the idea of exercise and meditation is very old. Yoga, martial arts are obviously examples of practices that combine breathing, movement, and people actively use these to get into flow state or a meditative state. Movement is no different. And there is no one way that's superior to another. If you're interested in getting into flow state, you need to find the way that works best for you. But we like to promote movement training here and using movement is very helpful in getting into flow state because you can link your movements continuously without a formal structure. Yes, you can put movement training in with structure and we have workouts for that sort of thing. But you can also take away the structure completely and just instinctively move from one move to another to another. Again, in the same way as I was describing an artist just painting, you can do that with your movement. You can focus on your breathing. So as you move from one move to another, you're moving instinctively and you can start to lose yourself in your flow. So let's go through exactly how that would work, how you would enter flow state with movement. The first step would be to choose or plan your environment. We don't want distractions. And if we're doing movement training, maybe people haven't seen it before, and, you know, eyes on you and being a spectacle in the middle of your gym or in the park may cause you to be distracted. Movement training can make you look a little bit silly at times to an onlooker. So you want to be in a comfortable environment. 
Another aspect to the environment could be something like music. You know, you don't want music that's going to distract you, but music that aids you, you know, um, but music that aids you can be very useful. So choose your environment, set up an environment where you're comfortable, relaxed, and you can do what you want without being bothered by external factors. That's step one. Step two, start with breathing. The, there's physical benefits to starting your exercise practice, your movement practice with breathing. We're going to fill the lungs with oxygen. That oxygen is going to get passed through the body. So it's good to, in effect, charge the body with oxygen, get as much oxygen in. But this also begins the task of focusing. So anything from five to 20 breaths, just calm the mind, prepare yourself, get into the focus that you need to get into flow. The breathing we're talking about is deep breaths in through the nose that expand the rib cage. Step three, whilst maintaining your diaphragmic breathing, you can just begin to move without designing or choreographing or second guessing yourself. Picture yourself as the observer, allowing your moves to manifest. Act without manipulating what you do with your thoughts. Some people inexperienced, they don't have confidence in their movement. They think they need to, you know, is there a particular move you need to do? Or, so there's no particular move you need to do. You can just sway from side to side. You could think about it like this. You get up in the morning and you might stretch. You don't think about that stretch. And that stretch could turn into a whole stretch routine. Think of it more like that, an instinctive movement. If you do sessions that have rounds, if you do some of our workouts, they're, they're drills, they're repetitive sessions that you have to think about. You're not necessarily going to get into flow state in those sessions. But if you have those sessions, when you do have a flow state session or you attempt to get into flow, those moves will be in your subconscious and they will come out. The more you do movement practice, the more this kind of instinctive movement helps your flow. The last thing to do to get into flow is try and synchronize your breaths with your movement. So what we want to do is find the opportunities where our body is open and comfortable to take in that deep breath, that deep diaphragmic breath. Um, and this requires quite some focus because we don't do this naturally. We don't think about our breathing and we don't do this naturally um, most of the time. As you move, you're focused on trying to find the right place to breathe. This is just like a meditative practice where they tell you, you know, count your breath, breathe in for three, breathe out for three or whatever the practice or the strategy may be to meditate. It's the same kind of thing looking for the opportunities to breathe. For example, your arms could be open, the rib cage is open, good time to take a breath in. Maybe you roll into a ball, maybe that's not the best time to take a breath in, so you wait until the next moment that you move. And maybe that influences the next movement that you do. And before you're mo you know it, your mind is focused, gone, and then boom, you're in flow state. We'd love to hear your thoughts, your comments, or anything about flow state if there's any questions that you have whatever platform you're listening to this on there's usually an area where you can comment 
If not, you can get in touch with us at All Elements Fitness on social media at allelementsfitness.com and on our YouTube channel, All Elements Fitness. So we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to get some feedback and know if we're doing the right thing. We appreciate your support. Thank you for listening and we'll catch you on the next one.